welcome to the Media Masterminds, Season 2, Episode 10 of The Rehash. I don't know if you realize that, Mr. Co-host. I am your host, Pop Paul. Joining me, the Kissed by Benny Rose. Holy hell, we've made it. We got over that hill, <laughs> got over that bump. <laughs> Continuous, my brother. And the crazy part is, it feels good, but it feels real good. I don't know why that's a weird thing. Yeah, it's no, it's, weird it's... coming out. Oh, there's a lot of things that sound weird coming out. <laughs> we'll save that. We'll save that for another episode. Yeah. So I think a pat on the back uh, for ourselves. I think we were owed one. It's been this is ten episodes, despite our outline saying episode eight. I did not change that. It is episode ten. And we have done 10 weeks of shows and haven't missed a week. And uh, we've kept to a pretty good format. So I give myself the old pat on the back, Barry Hartwood style. And we are the media masterminds. And uh, if this is your first listen to us, we cover uh, all the TV movies, mostly Marvel, uh, MCU, DC expanded universe and uh, other, other streaming services and, Things of that nature. So we will run through the news pick of the week, which this week is on Mr. Rose himself, the thorn prick. And uh, then what we're watching. And then we do a little bit of a spoiler discussion on our most recent show that's going on right now. And that's Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So this week we'll be diving into episodes four and five. We're right up to the season finale. So our next show will be touching on that, hopefully. But uh, let's go into the news first and uh, a little bit light on news, but we did have, since we lasted one of these standard format uh, shows, we did see a trailer, a couple trailers, one for the new space jam movie and the Loki television show for Disney plus, which we got a little bit of an expanded look on. And <laughs> oh, or, I, was I mean, for something from you. Uh, I mean, is it is it June yet? Is it July? Are we getting more Disney? Because I feel like the Marvel, the 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 the, the drought is coming, and I'm stressing it. Yeah. So oh, I don't want to watch any. I, I don't want to watch any more trailers to be honest. So I did not watch it. Um, you know, I know we have a lot to look forward to, and obviously we have a lot to discuss as well. But I really think that it really comes down to what we what we see next week you know is that going to hold us off you know i don't know well, like we, either way there's no up. choice <laughs> <laughs> well i can always just go back to one division and watch it over again so okay but eh, you know so did you watch either of these trailers then i guess not i i've watched the space jam trailers uh the chock full of easter eggs yes. and a lot of a like, lot of uh different license yeah every yes. franchise that they own pretty much well, and some that they don't, I thought, because King Kong is in it. I mean, I guess that's a public domain, but right. I mean, that movie is not. I don't think it's Warner Brothers, right? Is it? No, I guess it is so, because the Kong, uh, right? The Kong and Godzilla. Well, is yeah, uh, Warner Brothers. Yeah, I thought it was Universal. That's what I the the yeah. uh, previous one, the uh, Peter Jackson King Kong movie, is Universal. Okay. So maybe they sold it off. I don't know what Skull Island was. I'm assuming it's Warner Brothers also because they had the Godzilla references in the end of the movie. 
So, yeah, but they, it was interesting that they have a lot of different, I don't know how much of a role they're going to play if they're just background characters, but you have like Pennywise, uh, you had the mask in there, Jim Carrey's mask in there. Uh, I'm probably forgetting this. There was a, there was way more. There was some of the characters from A Clockwork Orange, which, which I thought was me. really, really weird. And if you think about all the nonsense with Pepe Le Pew, Yes, that's exactly what my... So you're not going to have Pepe Le Pew in it, which is a cartoon, you know, skunk, but you're going to have <laughs> characters from a movie in which the, the characters rape and kill someone. Uh, I think you're, you're choosing the wrong battles here. Yeah. I mean, I, I know it's already been like a hot discussion with a lot of people about that, so... Look, at the end of the day, you know, they're probably looking at it as, oh, you know, it's, it's just something you're supposed to eh, you see and forget. You know, I, obviously, that I don't think they're going to sit there and spend time throwing all these characters into the movie. It won't be necessarily relevant. Um, but, yeah, consistency is key when it comes to touchy subjects, I feel. And I don't know. One, you know, they, they don't really have a great track record lately of, of listening to people. So. Yeah, well, they don't also have to be in the movie, I guess. Based, it could just be in the trailer, and based on people's responses, they probably won't be in the movie now. Uh, right. I mean, it all looks CG anyway, so easy, yeah. easy yeah, removal, very, you know. Very much so. But I got a lot of a Ready Player One vibe out of the, the trailer. I mean, that's yeah. what it really felt like they were going with the NBA Jam with Ready Player right. One. But no, it makes they're sense. Not, they're not playing the Monstars like the first. Right. Space Jam, which is a little disappointing to me. I mean, I don't know. I'll probably I'm still gonna watch it because it's gonna be on HBO Max day one. But you know. you'll you'll probably be really disappointed by this statement, but I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna get it out there. I'm full of disappointment with you anyway, we've learned. Uh I've never seen Space Jam. <laughs> I, I, I own it. I feel it. like we've I had this it. conversation before, or you know what? I think I had this conversation with Julie when the trailer came out. She's like, I don't even remember the original movie. I'm not sure if I've even seen it. I'm like, come on, go watch Space Jam. I don't even I like basketball. It. And like that movie still. Well, there's a, I get why you like it. You know what I mean? I, I don't, I'm not knocking it. It's just not a movie that I ever got to. And I'm yeah. pretty sure that it's in my collection from a time that it was probably five, $10, whatever it may be. And, you know, maybe now it's a good time to watch it, even though, you know, I assume they're not going to connect the dots in any way. I, I think they have to. I think for sure they're going to. It would be a real, real dumb move if they don't. And I also think it's on HBO Max, I would assume. Yeah. People coming to HBO Max. Oh, true, true. But I mean, if they, if Michael I, Jordan doesn't show up as a cameo, that that's a huge letdown. He has to show up as a cameo. Has to. There has to be some pa- reference pa- to pa- him. Pass the torch. There has to be some some reference. I mean, LeBron's been playing long enough now that it's really not like a passing of the torch, I guess. But it yeah, could be for the movie sense. sakes, unless Bugs kind of mentions him. I, I don't know. I think that's we've we've adequately talked about Space Jam for someone that hasn't seen it and someone that is a decent a fan of it, but not like I'm not like a super fan, especially because I'm not a big basketball guy, and I'll always right. pick Disney over the Looney Tunes characters, also. So right, no, it makes uh, sense. The, the Loki trailer you said you haven't watched. I think it looks great. It, nothing has changed from my my perspective from the first teaser that we saw when they did that uh, stockholders trailer back right. in I think December of last year. And I'm pumped for the show. I wish it was following the Falcon and the Winter Soldier like right away, like Wandavision did. 
So it's going to be a little tough waiting till uh, June 11th, I think it is. Right. But I'm very much looking forward forward to it. Yeah. I mean, I think that that was a show that everybody was hyped from the beginning, you know, at the announcements yeah. without seeing anything, because obviously people are such a, you know, they're Loki fans, you know, thick and thin, you know, good, bad, indifferent, yeah. dead. We want them. So <laughs> we want them either way. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I mean, is that the last show of the year? I forget. There's so much going on. Like, is well, what, what if this year? What if will be this year? Some some artwork for that leak this 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 past week, and right. I believe Ms. Marvel will be this year, the end of the year maybe. And that's they've animated, already been right? shooting it. No, no, that's live action. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's hard. It's hard. Even us doing the show, it's hard to keep up. It's <laughs> just yeah. too much. All right. The next is bit. It, did you? Yeah. Uh, yeah, this is. I don't know much about it, but I know you are super excited to discuss it. I'm no. super excited. <laughs> you are. <laughs> I'm hyping up something that you know because it's not all right. I let. I spoiler alert. It's some show called Star Wars Detours that <laughs> some show doesn't that doesn't that didn't you know ever get released as far as right. I understand. All right, um, we're going with the. Uh, unseen unheard segment of the show where Benny doesn't know what we're going to discuss and he's going to fill in what he thinks or the news of the week actually is. <laughs> I mean, it was like, all right. I remember we said it the other day, but then I'm like, I didn't research it after. So I mean, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> so it's coming to Disney Plus. Congratulations, Paul. I know you're excited. <laughs> all right. So I guess I'll give you some of what we actually, with the actual. Uh, news or or leaked rumor and innuendo is uh, Star Wars Detours was a show that was planned from the robot chicken people before okay. George before George Lucas sold the Star Wars property to Disney. All the episodes and everything were produced and they were never released. We got trailers and snippets that are on you can see on YouTube. Uh, it has a little bit of a robot chicken kind of vibe to it. Except it's not like a claymation or anything like that. It's it's uh, CG animated. It's got that kind of humor. I don't know where it falls into the Disney. It doesn't seem, it doesn't seem like vulgar or anything. I was going to say, is it going to be inappropriate? It's going to be like that Modoc. Like it, it, like it might be a little. Like... It might be a little. Not probably not that far. Okay. It might be a little inappropriate, but like fart jokes and stuff like that. And it mixes like the prequel characters with the, the original trilogy characters and. So it's Lego Star Wars and TV yes. show. <laughs> yes. Probably a little more corny, if that's right. possible, than a Lego, you know. Well, but yeah, because I mean, those are obviously for kids, even though a lot of adults right. like it. And the Lego, I feel like the humor is a little dry. This probably is more over the top family guy style. Got it. Okay. Based on what based on what I've seen. Now, the show is apparently supposed to have a bunch of episodes, somewhere like 40 or 50 episodes. And, and they're done. They've been done, allegedly. Wow. And some of the characters return, like the guy who voiced Jar Jar Binks is in it. A couple of the characters are carryovers. But this isn't official. There is no official word. This is still just rumor. Disney has not come out and said. I'm assuming it'll go into there's a new area that says Star Wars Vintage, where I think we mentioned previously on the show, they had put like the Ewok show uh, movie, Ewok show. They put the Boba Fett cartoon from the holiday special. It's on there. Okay. If they're gonna if they're gonna put this up, they should put up the holiday special. 
I mean, and I'm sure I'm sure everybody wants that already. I mean, yeah, uh, if they're putting up unreleased content that is not canon like this, I could see towards the end of this year, they'll probably make everyone happy and throw the holiday special up. I would be surprised if they didn't at some point. But yeah, that's, it's weird. It's still weird. Oh, the, also on that, uh, which is a fan favorite, uh, and it's like blasphemous that I didn't mention already. Someone's probably already cursing listening to me. But the, <laughs> in in that vintage section, they put the Clone Wars cartoon that came out first for Cartoon Network that yes. has this 2D style uh, hand-drawn animations kind of thing, not not the CGI. And some people love that. So for me to not mention that is like just fucking cancel the show right now. All right, cancel Detour. the show. Medium we Mastermind got- Detours. <laughs> we got a couple episodes in the can, and that's it. Episode 10, we go out with a bang. We jump the shark. That's it. <laughs> yeah, there wasn't really a whole lot to it. I threw this on the outline just because, it, it, to me, it makes for an inter- interesting discussion that it's a show that was like in the can completely. Right. And now we may get a chance to see it. Right. And it definitely sounds like it'd be something that we would both like with our form of humor and you know, liking just kind of weird, you know, takes on brands and, you know, IPs that we like. So it, it could yeah. be cool. You know, I mean, we'll see. it's definitely something I would watch. It may just end up being like a guilty pleasure. And I don't know right. if I'd ever go back to it, but right. I would definitely I would definitely watch it. More Star Wars and more Marvel are always good in my household. I don't really care what they are. And I mean, they can eventually be bad or something that's just okay. Falcon and Winter Soldier, but more on that later. And uh... <laughs> I mean, it could also be '90s Marvel, which we talked off the air about. <laughs> that could be a whole show. Well, some of that, <laughs> so we... some of yeah, some of that's even pre-'90s, but some of the stuff, yeah. True, 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 true. All right. So I mean, at the end of the day, this is really what we're here for. We're 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 at, we're at a news we're, we're, part. We're lucky that this dropped before we recorded the show, so we'd have a little bit more of a discussion for this news. But we have plenty to talk about and what we're watching in the Falcon and Winter Soldier. But this is a this is a meaty. This is the big, girthy, meaty piece of news. Oh, <laughs> I don't even know if I can get through it. I don't know if you could take it all. I can't. So you know what? I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna leave you the honor. You're the, you're the news guy today. You're on a roll. Let's not let's not let's I'm not sorry. ruin that. <laughs> We're very inappropriate. The uh, the last bit of news is uh, dropped right before we're recording. We're recording this uh, Friday night. We dropped the show on Mondays. Is uh, Doc Ock for the new Spider Man film? Long rumored. Alfred Molina. Everyone said he's going to be in the movie. Nothing official. Uh, even following this news, there is still nothing official. This preface this discussion with marvel has not as of recording marvel has not come out and said anything officially and kevin Feige has not sony not no one has but alfred molina did uh some interview and basically just came out and fucking spilled all the beans that he's doc ock that he had discussions with the director of spider-man john watts about you know hesitation with this role 17 years later he's older john watts basically telling him he's going to get de-aged haven't you seen Robert Downey Jr. in the other movies and seeing some Michael Douglas. So he's going to get DH to make him look like he doesn't Spider-Man 2. It's going to follow. It's going. I'll let you. I'll let you. Let me run through it all and then you can have, have at it. I'm already drooling. So oh, uh, good. Hold on. I thought that was Bukaki. Yeah, easy. Easy. <laughs> it's a family show. 
a family show with the explicit rating. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So uh, he said, oh, this is this is going to be quite the swerve if this is all BS. So I think this has got to be true. And Melina just didn't care or, or whatnot. But I'll, I'll go into a little bit more with it after I tell the rest. Uh, he said that this is going to pick up directly after Spider-Man 2's moment that happens with the, when he dies, basically, at the, at the river. Uh, maybe he'll snap into the other reality, I'm thinking. Something's going to happen. And uh, he says the tentacles do all the work. He doesn't need to be as physical. But it's a lot of stuff. And then some of the people that I follow have retweeted other journalists that basically said that I guess they did some interviews with some casts and crew from Spider-Man and there was an NDA signed and some people just broke their NDA and the article, one of these articles, the article I read was on variety, which is a huge publication. So maybe they had the first, the allotment, right. The true exclusive to it. And it's going to be interesting to see where everything falls. Like I said, this news just dropped, but if there was NDA involved and what other information may be in that NDA, maybe we're getting a trailer sooner rather than later because there was an NDA which usually means you can talk about it after a certain date which obviously right. these journalists were saying has not passed yet but that's that's uh I think I'm hitting everything that I read and again I skimmed this all before we started recording but thoughts oh man <laughs> and I mean it's overwhelming because you think about the fact that we know how ambitious this movie is supposed to be to begin with the fact that there's so much excitement for this one character and there's so much more that we allegedly will be getting so if they're going to go through all that for like one character i mean obviously he could be one of the prime villains you know we might have him at the you know focal point of the story who knows but obviously us hearing about electro um who else? Vulture's supposed to be in it again, right? I would assume Vulture, and even rumored it still that uh, Jake Gyllenhaal is Mysterio. There's rumors okay. that there's, there'll be six. You know, Willem right. Dafoe is going to show up as the Green Goblin. There's a lot of things going on. This is the first. I mean, I still I thought he was in the movie because I think people said they saw him around the sadness and that. But this is really the first definitive casting right. of a villain. I mean, even when Jake Gyllenhaal, and even if you go back to to uh, Michael Keaton. For, for Homecoming, they really never came out and said that these people were cast until right. the trailers came out. So, like, True. they've kept it very they much. don't They don't, yeah, they don't usually do that. I feel like they only do that when it's, like, a lead. Like, a hero lead. Yeah, um, I guess. And if, and, if it's, and if it's a known person. Because, I mean, I feel like even with, like, Shang-Chi, they, they did, I feel like they announced it, but it wasn't yeah. a big deal, because I don't, I don't know if he's very well known. Um, yeah. But, but I, like, I feel like, uh, Christian Bale, they announced that he was in Thor. I saw which that. Which was right. weird. I mean, unless right. he's not really the main guy anyway, and it's just like uh, you know, another trick. Right. Yeah, there's, there's, there's a lot going on. It's it's tough. I feel like Marvel has to do everything that they can to keep everything tight-lipped, especially yeah. when we live in a world of if there's money to be made for leaking something, you know what I mean? People are going to do what they got to do. But, um, there's one. There was one other thing that I remember reading actually, which was that um, Doctor Strange has f- finished re- uh, filming already, mm-hmm. and nothing is leaked, which that, blows like my it. mind. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's well, great. something I mean, from Falcon and Winter Soldier this this past week, which we'll discuss later, did not leak. Right. 
but mean, certain some something did, but it was minor. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't some of the other stuff. So yeah, casting I mean, if was you notice, leaked. The actual right, casting, was right, not right, right. But it's funny because it, it is it because people don't care as much, you know. No, I feel I think like that's COVID. I think there's not as much access to sets and because of right. the precautions that are kept, there's a lot less uh, leaking of set photos and the way they're shooting stuff now, like the, the Mandalorian style sets, they're all enclosed. They're not like on the scene in New York city, out on the street, you know, it's like right. more of a close. Everything's artificial. Vibe. Yeah. Yeah. All fake backgrounds. And yeah. And I, I think there was one thing I saw for Spider-Man, which was like, there was a, there was a huge set. Like they showed somebody took a picture in the scope, like of how large yeah. this area that they built. And they said it's like one of the biggest sets that they've built for a movie like that. So, you know, it's pretty, you know, a lot to add to the ambitious, you know, how how bold are they going yeah. with this movie? So, well, let me ask you, you know, with this news drop, you know, friend, listener, former co-host of my previous shows, Joe has is willing to die on this hill that there is not a true multiverse in this phase with this news. Do you think this kills his, his hopes and theories? I feel that his hope (laughs) is that it's not as obvious as we want it to be, you know, Mm. that it's it's pretty much into the spider verse, you know, like, I don't I don't know if they're going to touch it the same way, you know, because even though it's Sony, but like they it's have been the done. same, they have the same actor playing the same role from the same right. Raimi Spider-Man. No, I, I get that. I get that. And again, I'm, this is just my two cents. You know what I mean? Like, who am I? Who the hell do I, what the hell do I know? I'm just looking at the only tracker record we have right now, which is WandaVision where we've gotten some form of, you know, actor and potential character merge. Right. Yes. But no explanation, no details. Right. Um, you know, is there still homage? I think um, the only reference I can think of to compare it to is uh, the Flashpoint animated movie with the Flash, mm-hmm. where if you remember at the end, you know, he, he goes, he runs back again and he kind of he tries to undo everything so that everything can go back to normal. But things change. Batman looks different, but right. it's like, you know, it's. It's almost like the universe and the multiverses blended together to create this new one world. So it's like, you know, with the snap and with everything that's happening, um, potentially with Wanda, maybe worlds are merging, you know, like okay. like him coming out of the water, you know, it, it, from that Spider-Man 2 scene. He's now in our New York. Yeah, you know, he's an that's not a mer- that's not emerging then. That's not a merging of the worlds. That's him leaving one world to another. Well, I'm saying in the sense where like nobody realizes, you know, like they're there and it's it's not necessarily a blip. Mm-hmm. It's like things are just, you know, like apparently that's the moment where it happened. We don't know because yeah. obviously all the all the other villains have fought Spider-Man at a different time. So there's it's it's hard to well, explain a different time that we know of because well, we're just I'm basing just... it on previous movies. Well, I'm saying, yeah, Spider-Man didn't fight all of those villains at one time. That's more what I'm yeah. saying. Let's just take Sam Raimi's. You know, we have three movies essentially. Or well, are we getting anybody yeah. from the third movie? No, not no, not, so not, you, not leaked. As far or, as we know, rumored. yeah, yeah. 
so yeah, you you just fit the, the figure the two first movies. You know what I mean? You have Green Goblin, you have Doc Ock. So you have these two different timelines. It, again, I, I'm I'm kind of thinking about it as I'm as I'm saying it, but I just feel like that might they might be finding a way to connect the dots and not make it so hard to think about. You know, like they have to make it. It makes sense. It has to make sense. It can't just be like, oh, he they, or the blip. The blip made them return to other realities. You know, like they could have gotten affected by the blip and then they're returning to mm, the blip. I think that's really tough to, to say. It I is. Think, it is. It is. I, I, I stand by my theory. It's an alternate timeline where, you know, Toby is Spider-Man and it's a, it's an alternate timeline, just like thomas wayne and flashpoint becoming batman and bruce dying i I think it's an alternate timeline and uh something happened whether it be wanda dr strange the snap something happened that caused these characters to now come over that's my that's my theory on this right and obviously the fact that we're not getting dr strange until next year potentially there could be that scenario where a lot of the plot points of spider-man don't get answered till doctor strange if if it's all connected you know yeah like the, we'll like, the like the like the reasonings behind it maybe like you said finding out wanda's the reason you know yeah. maybe maybe because wanda's trying to find the kids now like she could be just opening up more gateways yeah. and yeah it's it's weird because obviously i mean he could but, just be enlisting in, in, in strange for help when these villains just start appearing all over the place and there's multiple villains and he loses or something and you know he enlists the help of strange right yeah i mean the other thing too is like you know i don't know because obviously then you start thinking too much into it like obviously let's let's say they just appear in our world and they don't realize or whatever it may be or they think they're in their same world are they going to go to find somebody to realize they're not there is it going to be a different person you know what I mean? Like, yeah. are they just going to start wreaking havoc? Is he going to be looking for Spider-Man and then he uh, sees yeah. Spider-Man? He's like, you're not the Spider-Man that I fought, you know? Like, hey, I don't think of... he's going to care. I don't think either of them are going to care. But yeah, I, I, I'm i very... This is probably the, my most anticipated of the MCU for this year, at least following well, Loki. Yeah. Well, Willem Dafoe is going to care. Godspeed, Spider-Man. <laughs> if he's actually so, in it. Right. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Yeah. So, uh, wow. yeah, I mean, let us know what you guys think. We have, I, I said on a recent show, we enabled the uh, voice memo option on the uh, Anchor uh, podcast page. We also have the Facebook page. You could always uh, leave a comment or uh, anything on there. Post. I, I don't know if you can make a post, but you could definitely leave a comment. I post the show when it goes up on the Facebook page all the time. You could also reach out to both of us on Twitter. But let's move on to the pick of the week. So you have some, you got some talking to do. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say, before we talk about my prick, we had to talk about Pop's pick from last week that I was uh, two weeks ago that I watched. I feel like uh, at first I thought it was a form of punishment (laughs) for uh, having him sit through Mandy. Which I know he's still angry with me about, and then I I, I, I apologize to put you just disappointed. <laughs> so I was asked to watch another Nicolas Cage movie called Bad Lieutenant, and it's got a whole long name. I'm not reading the name. <laughs> Don't care. Port of Call, New Orleans. There you go. That uh, is uh, another sign that 
Nicolas Cage makes bizarre movies. And I mean, I didn't hate it. I'll, I'll get. I'll go right out. And hey, say look at that! I didn't like it, but I didn't hate it. Um, yeah. I mean, we spoke briefly off the air, so I'll, I'll bring up my my big thing was, you know, I felt like certain points the pacing was really slow. So I'm like, all right, you know, is did he get the vibe from Mandy? Like the, you know, here's here's what a dragon movie feels like. Uh, it dragged a bit, so. Some really bizarre stuff, like you mentioned, the the whole his his accent changing. And yes, that's like, one of my favorite I'm like, parts. I'm like, I'm like, what 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 is that accent? Like, I'm like, what is it, Boston? It's a like, southern. Uh, it's a southern accent, and then sometimes it 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 changes. And I think one of them did sound like a Boston. A Boston it did, accent. man. Like it. And then he's like walking around like uh, Quasimodo. He's gimping around sometimes. I think that's supposed to be like the drug addict part of him. Well, I think it's a mix of that and the bad back from jumping into the uh, the flooded oh, waters. Yes. You know, oh, my back is killing me. <laughs> <laughs> so I, for me, the vibe that I got watching it, listening to it, seeing where it's going, seeing how just messed up this guy's life is, but realizing obviously he's doing it to himself. I'm like, this guy's going to self-destruct. He's getting, he's going to die by the end of the movie. Things are going to, the dots are going to get connected and then bam, like something like that's what I was waiting for because I felt, it felt predictable. And I was surprised that's not what happened. I wasn't necessarily happy with the ending because I just feel like you fucked up. You did, you fucked up. You did a lot of (laughs) fucked up things. You're a fucking weird guy. He, he How fucking, fucked up you are! You know, and you're fucking pulling pulling people over, banging their girlfriends right in front of the the, the boyfriends. I mean, you know, like just bizarre shit. Um, where's the drugs? Where you gotta hide it? And then he's seeing shit, so getting a little, um, you know, uh, definitely like drugged out, trippy moments of like, but it's it's not like. They're showing you that he's going through it, but you're getting the fact that the other characters think he's fucking crazy. Like that one point, he's like, yeah, he's fucking iguanas. Ain't no iguanas there. What are you talking about? <laughs> and they're, I'm like, they're right there, dude. Like, stealing the drugs off? from the uh, the storage facility. Stealing the drugs. Oh, oh my God. Weighing dude. it. And... <laughs> he's a degenerate. Degenerate. Yeah. Cop. Well, I'm just, you know, like obviously, you know, having his his girlfriend, which is the whole the whole other bizarre thing with the freaking guy that was with his uh with the with the girlfriend in the hotel. Oh, bro, bro. <laughs> bro. Listen. You fucked up. <laughs> you fucked up. <laughs> See, it's, it's it's got you, you watch it. You watch it a few times. You'll end up having quotes and shit from it. That'll it'll end up being like a cult favorite. So, like again, just it's to tie back on you to, as you talk about it. Just talking, just to tie back to Mandy. It's the same vibe I get from Mandy in the sense of there's value to the movie. It's not a great movie by any means, and like I said before with Mandy, I told you what sucked about it. You know what I mean? Everything. For me, no. <laughs> the, the goblin mac and cheese is the best part of that movie, hands down. <laughs> Fucking goblin throwing up mac and cheese everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. It's amazing. 
But like, I I see like he is starting to build this cult following now with these bizarre movies. And I I I'm a, I think Bad Lieutenant came out first because um, as you said it was like 2016. From Mandy, yeah, it was. It's yeah, been, it's been out a while. Okay, I think it might be yeah. earlier than that even. You know, and then we got you know the new movie with him with the the animatronic bots, and I'm like, he's just going on a tangent, and then he's got well, that. he's got to make he's terrible with his finances, so he just makes as many movies as he possibly can. Right, you were telling me about that. So you did good, you did good. Uh, it was again, it was not great. It's I no knives feel- out. No, you that that's your best <laughs> pick hands down, and I want to do right by you. Um, I want to give you something that. You know, the missus is going to walk out when she says, <laughs> when you're watching, you say, oh, I'm That'd watching if any, any prick. And she's about, oh, fuck that. <laughs> Just walk out. <laughs> but I'm, I'm going to ask you to try and watch it with her. And we'll see. We'll see. Uh, I'll, I'll send her a message and say, give it a chance. Give it a chance. So we're going to move on. And we're going to talk to Benny Rose's pick of the week. So this is a new movie. This is actually a movie from 2021. It's a movie that I came across, and I've actually spoken to you briefly about it. Um, I happened to just see it on Vudu one day, so it's not streaming on anything, as far as I know. Um, so I purchased it. This was a blind purchase, mind you. Um, I tend to do that lately because I just sometimes I'll like the art, and I forget. You know, we lived in the '80s where. The art never meant anything about the movie. The, the cover art can always look amazing and the movie's nothing related to it. But uh, this movie's called Bloody Hell. So this is a movie that uh, I mentioned to you before. Like I said, it's about this guy that uh, was in jail for a bit and he gets let out of prison. The reason he was in jail is because he was uh, in a bank that was getting robbed. And he decided to take matters into his own hands to save everybody. And he kind of John wicked the place, but he was a little reckless at one point and somebody innocent died. And because of that innocent person dying, they put him in prison for it. So he finally gets out trying to live his life and he's got news reporters everywhere. Just did you mention this on the show previously? Yeah. I said it like one of our earliest shows, I brought it up. So I think that it's, it's a really good movie for a lot of reasons. It's got horror elements. It's got comedy elements. It's a unique take on the weird villain family. You know, like it's not like a hillbilly family, but it's it's a weird family that, you know, is are the bad guys in this case. Um, so, yeah, the long story short, he basically needs to get away because he can't deal with the paparazzi. So when he was in prison, he was basically throwing a, a dart at a dartboard and it kept landing on the same town overseas and he's like i'm going there he goes there some weird people in the airport flirting with him being weird he's creeped out thinks nothing of it gets picked up by like a cab the cab are you gonna, are you gonna explain the entire movie or i'm getting that's it this is this is it sorry <laughs> it's, it's a bad you're habit. one of those you're one of those trailers that just shows all entirely too much and i'm like uh, why don't you give us the dialogue too and tell us everything about the fucking thing so and then what happens? <laughs> I apologize. I get a little into a movie that I really like. I'm going to stop now. Long story short, he gets captive by this family. And that's that's where the movie is really, you know, that's what it's about. It's okay. about, you know, him and the family. And uh, like I said, it's got horror elements. It's got gore. It's uh, 
It's not like an import movie. It's a movie from here. But uh, I liked it a lot for what it was. And um, it actually has good reviews, too. So, like, I always look at that after because I want to mm-hmm. see if I like if I end up liking a shit movie. Because I'm like, oh, I love this movie. Oh, it's rotten. Awesome. It's got, like, a 32. <laughs> so this one's actually at, like, 98. Top that high? Red, uh, oh, whatever you shit. call it. Tomatoes. The hell yeah, is it called? The top tomato. You get a little <laughs> sausage. A couple said burgers. Rotten tomatoes. <laughs> rotten tomatoes is right. That's the right. That's the correct place. I thought you said top tomato. <laughs> I might have. <laughs> we'll have to listen back to the end. <laughs> if you didn't, movie. I'm just going to change it so you did say it. it, it you got to make it your voice. <laughs> top tomato. <laughs> <laughs> so the movie again, bloody hell. That's uh that's your assignment for the uh, next next uh, other show. <laughs> so we'll okay. see. I'll, I'll do a little research and uh, I'll give it a watch. And it's available anywhere. Is it available? On... As, uh, you know, I mentioned before, it's not on streaming, unfortunately. So I, I did make a purchase. Um, I would happily donate uh, a purchase <laughs> for you for this movie. So I don't know. I got to take a look. I already bought Psycho Gorman. So uh, I, I told you to give you the money back for that one. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. I'll see what what the going rate is for it, or something. We'll take we'll take a gamble. Maybe we'll see. Oh boy! <laughs> but we're gonna keep it up. I'm gonna keep up, even though I've been disappointed with the the two that you've given me so far. We're gonna keep up with the uh, the picks, and uh, until I have my breaking point where I completely snap. Oh, so let's move into the what we're watching. I see some of. Uh, not much, but some of the stuff uh, we both have watched. And the Falcon and Winter Soldier we leave for last, as always. And that'll be a spoiler discussion. So uh, if you haven't watched episode uh, four and five of Falcon and Winter Soldier, then steer clear of that at the end of the show. But uh, Invincible is on both of our lists. I have watched, I want to say, four episodes. I believe six of them are up now. Am I correct? Do you know? I believe you are right. <laughs> as as uh, of this time. And I, I past... did not I did not watch today's for Okay. So you've five. watched five of them. Correct. I'm kind of eh with it. Like I feel like my interest has wavered as I've continued to watch it. And maybe I'm just not paying enough attention to the show as I'm watching it. But I, I mean it's you good. liked it at first and you lost interest as it's that's gone. It, on. That's that's what it seems like to me. I'm like, I don't know. I think it's hard because I feel like this is one of those shows that, like we talked about, has a lot of the superhero cliches, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like some of them are really obvious. Um, yes. So it's hard to kind of get that out of your head when you're big into the stuff, you know? Yeah. And that, that was the same thing I felt when looking at the comic. I'm like, you know, I was like, I'd rather just read a Marvel book if i'm going to read something but i i think that the story is dragging a little bit we're not getting much going on you know we had this plot focus you know with uh with the murders we won't go into too much detail because we don't really cover the show but um it seems like that's not really being discussed anymore and it's more about like the new team and the yeah and, and the setup of the new team and what's really right. going on with the new team and right i you mean know, again, we a, both haven't watched the most recent i haven't watched the last two so 
there may be the last that... one was like holy shit though I, I do have to say without going into any spoilers the last episode was like intense like a lot of fighting but yeah. like i'm not gonna give up on it i'm, I'm i'll still yeah. watch it through but there's better stuff that i've watched that is on this what we're watching than that fair enough makes sense so what else are you watching we know so i, f- I finished solar opposite season two which I mentioned uh, uh, last time we did a standard standard form show. And I, I still think that show is great. I finished the season. It uh, it has a lot of uh, vibes from the first season. Uh, if you watch Solar Opposites, you know, they have the wall inside. You're, this is all going to be like nonsense to you because you don't know. But they have a they have a, a one of the aliens, the the the. I guess you would say boy. I don't even know because th- I think they're asexual. But the uh, alien male that looks like a male, he will kidnap people, shrink them down to tiny size, uh, smaller than like a gummy bear, and put them in a basically a, a wall that's like a, a hamster maze that you would think of with a big cage. Like a, like a, like a big farm almost. No, but it's a wall. It's a okay. wall and there's different levels to it. And this level will have a thimble and a pe- like, and they throws all these people in there and they make civilization civilization, right? Where they get dropped in is like, is like a, a, a seedy part of town. And then they go up and they have the good, Oh, you've got M&Ms. That's for the diabetics or they have candy and the other alien what? gives them, gives them stuff. Yes. So all what? these people, real people, are inside the wall shrunken down. And each season, started with the first season, they have a dedicated episode where you don't even follow the aliens. You just follow what's going on inside the wall. So the second season has that all swell. But then there's also sprinkles of the wall storyline in other episodes. It's just not a focal point where they do a whole episode on it. But both seasons did that. And I really like it's like other characters that are not the central characters to the show. And they do so it's like they're inter- interdimensional cable episodes, essentially. Kind of, sort of. But the, the characters do carry over from the first season to the second season, even in the wall. So yeah, I think it's, uh, I think older it's awesome. and wiser. <laughs> uh, we, uh, some 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 shit goes on inside the wall. Some sure. murdering, some stuff's going down. All right. The Duke, mm. he had his run. All right. But <laughs> <laughs> you need to watch. You need to watch Solar Opposites. It's really good. The story is really good. It it's a continuing story. Uh, that's it for Solar Opposites. I'll jump because I have a few things here. Uh, Bad Trip. I don't know if you've heard of this or anything. No. Nope. Nope. Eric Andre. It's basically like a, uh, almost like a jackass. Uh, Impractical Jokers. I'd say okay. it's closer to Imp- Impractical Jokers. It's like a, there's actual movie storyline, and but it's being shot with like real people. Okay. So he's like doing things that'll get like, he's working in a smoothie shop and he's using his hands to, to scoop out the smoothie ingredients and seeing people's reactions. Mm. And Tiffany but it's, had but it's a movie. Yes. It's a movie. So okay. if, if you saw the impractical jokers movie, it's basically what that tries to like make a storyline around these right. clips of, but this does a better job storyline wise. Tiffany Haddish is in it and she's like, kind of sort of the villain she's good in it and she's she's like chasing them down and she's escaping from prison 
and then she's like falls out of the bus and someone's there like cleaning graffiti and she's like, don't tell the cops i was here don't you tell those motherfuckers i was around here and she's running away and then the cop comes by it, it's funny it's on netflix it's it's i think like exactly an hour and a half it's something to throw on in the background you don't really need to pay a lot of attention to i don't really care for any of them in particular like i wouldn't go out of my way to watch them but i think it did a better job than and i like impractical jokers but it did a better job storyline wise making a movie out of real skits in in public right got it okay let's take i'm gonna save the my next one for last because that's the best thing i've been watching but I actually watched Godzilla King of the Monsters for the first time. As I mentioned previously, I was waiting to watch this before I watched Kong versus Godzilla. And I got to say, I was not impressed. I did not really care for it. Okay. Oh, I have notes for this, actually. I took a couple notes. Oh, he's got got notes. This is very professional now. Uh, I didn't care for the human characters. That's let me before I pull up the notes. I think that's my main concern. With it, I didn't really give a shit about any of them living or dying. And I, I get it. That's not really the point. It's a monster movie. But then don't give me so much of them. But then people right. complain that there's too much monsters in it. So I'm really at a lose-lose. Uh, when they go see the father figure, I can't even remember his name. In the beginning of the movie, they go to a cabin. It's Tony Stark's cabin from Endgame. Really? Same, same cabin. Yep. Interesting. And uh, when they're on on Antarctica and uh, they, awo- they awoke awoke the uh king king jardin whatever the the creatures with the three heads the dragon yeah you hear someone yell in the background get to the chopper those are are my notes i hope you enjoyed those notes may be better than the movie yikes well you've seen the movie before yeah i mean i liked it for what it was was freaking i'm not i'm not a godzilla fan but neither am i I, but i think it tried too hard to shoehorn everything oh that's Mothra, like they have to throw the name in there and like zoom in on the fuck on the girl as she's saying it. I was just waiting to start singing the song, the Mothra song. That's what I was really waiting for. Mothra. <laughs> I mean the 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 effects look great and the creatures look great, but eh. it's a, it's a movie that you can't expect it to have a good plot, but you also have to hope that it's going to be better than the original Godzilla from uh, the nineties. Oh, okay. That the I was gonna say I think I like the I think yeah. I like the first Godzilla more, not the nineties one, the one that came before yeah, this. The one that's connected to the story. Yes. Yeah. I just think that these are movies that people are you either gonna love it or hate it. There's not much of a middle ground because I'm not entirely sold in on Kong versus uh Godzilla. I'm still gonna watch it, but Yeah. I mean you're going to have all these human plot points that people just can't stand, but it's well, like, I will look say at that the sort look good. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, look what you're comparing to source material wise. I know. know. No, you're right. But I will compare it to Skull Island and that movie. I think that movie is great. And the human characters are awesome in it. Right. So, so you know, it's, it, it's a different movie. I yeah. feel, you know, they definitely, they they centered it around Kong in a way where he's all around us in a sense, you know, because he was living, he wasn't destroying everything. You know what I mean? Like this is different. Like you gotta Godzilla watch is just the microphone. I'm sorry, You're hitting it a bunch. I was scratching. I was so itchy. <laughs> oh my bad. 
Oh, so itchy. <laughs> That's not good. That's worrisome. Uh, I need a bath. I'm a dirty little boy. <laughs> so uh, I was waiting for the girl from Stranger Things to just like go to the under the upside down in the movie when they're like doing these zoom in shots of her like angry or frustrated. I was waiting for her to go. You're waiting for the nosebleed. <laughs> a little ego waffle and some nosebleed. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done okay. with it. I get your point. I I won't sit here and defend the movie because, like I said, don't I need love to. it. Yeah, yeah I, I, it, I I enjoyed it. I probably I don't know if I'd ever go back to it. You know what I mean? Um, the the versus movie. I feel like it's like a, a Freddy versus Jason. Like mm-hmm. you can't expect much, but you'll find some enjoyment. Like that's <laughs> that's what I look at it as. You know, like I wasn't like oh, this movie's you great. Can't always get you know? what you want, but you get what you need. We never get either. Well, <laughs> at least I don't. Shit. Where do I sign up? I'm itchy again. This episode should be called Benny's Itchy. Fuck. Oh, God. <laughs> All right. The last thing I was watching before Benny goes through his tirade of itchy in movies uh, is a new Amazon Prime series called Them. I already recommended this to Benny twice. I recommended this to some other friends of the show as well that it might fall into the wheelhouse. Fantastic horror Mm, suspense thriller kind of show definitely horror in my opinion it's about a family a black family that moves from uh, one of the Carolinas out to Compton uh, in California and this is before Compton is what it is now it's during the 50s so this neighborhood is all white and uh, racist white and uh, things ensue between the neighborhood uh, some paranormal uh, aspects of this house, this neighborhood. I don't want to spoil anything at all. The show is great to go in. Even if you watch the trailer for it uh, to see if you want, if you really want to dive into it, it doesn't give anything away other than some character appearances, but you'll see all these characters within the first episode or so. Uh, it's very creepy. It's very uncomfortable because of all the race uh, story to it, which is what was happening back then. Uh, I think it's fantastic. It was really, really good. It's going to be an anthology series, so there'll be another season, I think, already confirmed, but it will not follow any of these characters into the next season. Uh, if you like horror and creepy, unsettling things, this is for you. I would be weary that uh, the race stuff can be ultra uncomfortable if you're very sensitive to that. And there is uh, some uh, violence towards minors which can also be unsettling and very uncomfortable for people. But uh, I, I can't recommend it highly. It's one of the best things I've seen this year up there with WandaVision. And I have a huge bar for horror stuff that actually makes me unnerved. I mean, I wasn't scared at any point. Very little things actually will scare me, but it is very uncomfortable and anxiety giving basically what's going on in the show. And I will say that recommend it. Cat in the bag, and now you, Mr. Rose. Still itchy. <laughs> ah, so I didn't watch too too much uh, in the in the realm of like, you know, stuff that I usually watch. I kind of explored some different things, and uh, obviously we discussed uh, Invincible already. Um, 
you know I love Creepshow. Creepshow uh, started season two on uh, Shudder a couple of weeks ago. So we are, I believe as of today, we'll probably have three episodes in. I've only seen the first episode uh, so far and really enjoyed it. It's, uh, you know, it's got a two part, two different stories, tons of horror um, Easter egg you know, kind of homage things throughout the episodes from all different generations. So like 70s horror, 80s horror, 90s horror, tons of little things uh, to throw back, which is really cool. But it captures the essence of Creepshow that I love. And uh, I look forward to checking out the other two episodes um, this weekend. I uh, came across a video game kind of show documentary on Amazon Prime. It's actually older. It's around 2016. It looks like it came out called Unblocked or well, actually Unlocked the World of Video Games. I, I typed it unblocked. Un- I typed unblocked. Wait, does it's it like, say un- unclock? Cocked? Uncocked. Uncocked. I think it says uncocked. <laughs> you see, I'm in rare form today because I've got them itchy. <laughs> itchy. So, yeah, I screwed that one up. So, you didn't even need yeah. to change it on there. I mean, it doesn't make a difference. No one's seeing the show notes. Um, I see it, and I probably would have said it <laughs> wrong again. I would. I'm gonna upload it as in the uh, description of the show as un- unblocked and uncocked the world of Benny Rose. <laughs> oh, great! So anyway, <laughs> it is a cool take on the video game industry. Uh, each episode kind of dives into different aspects of. You know, like one episode will talk about the marketing and they'll talk about the journalism side. They'll talk about um, the accessibility side, you know, and how because I feel like all the documentaries on games we hear about is usually just the business stuff. Like, you know, how this partnership came to be, where, you know, where this game was built from. But like there's not a lot of that, you know, what goes into the marketing and, you know, who's who's being affected by, you know, the aftermath of a game not doing well and there's a lot of that and you know there was one particular episode that i was watching so far that was about the journalism stuff and for those that aren't familiar paul and i both write for uh, a video game website uh gamingage.com so we both you know have had our share of doing trade shows and having interviews and you know reviewing games previews and all that other stuff and you know, there was, uh, you know, in 2016, they were doing E3, you know, when that stuff was still relevant. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting to see, you know, more of that, you know, being in that industry, uh, you know, a little bit. So it was a nice refresh to watch something like that versus what we usually watch. But, uh, you know, I have to go well, back into my get. Well, while you were discussing that, I looked it up and this is what always happens. So I looked it up. So that sounds interesting based on Benny saying that better than some of the stuff he recommends to me on the show. But uh, anyway, I (laughs) I say, let me add it to uh, I add it to my watch list and I see, oh, suggested. And it's like, oh, game, uh, a documentary about board games. Oh, look at that. Click that. Add that to my wish list. Then click. Then you go into that. Oh, about uh, one about Monopoly. Oh, add that to my watch list. And before you know, you got five things in your watch list and you're never going to watch them. Never gonna what, was, what was the point of this? That I that I, I added the thing that you're recommending here 
on the show, you, you, what you watch. And then I ended up adding two more things on top of that. Then I probably never watch any of them. Because you're itchy. No, I'm not itchy. I'm, I'm looking for Henrietta. Henrietta! <laughs> All right. So, you know, I, I dove into my video game world and I brought myself right back into horror because everything else that I've been watching has been horror. Um, the first thing I'm going to I'm going to save my last thing uh, to be a good one. Really good one. Good, good. Top of the barrel. But Todd and the Book of Pure oh, Evil is a is a weird horror comedy on Shudder. It's another older show. Has uh, two seasons. A um, bunch of high school kids, uh, you know, metal goth kids that come across this book of pure evil. And uh, basically it tends to help grant people's wishes, but obviously at a cost, very reminiscent to me of Wishmaster. So, you know, you get the good with the bad kind of thing. It's like, oh, you know, I, I, uh, I wish I had a bigger Johnson. And then it, it basically, he gets a bigger Johnson, but the Johnson, it's got a Southern accent now. He's got knives he talks out. Like Nick, he talks like Nicolas Cage. Oh, his knives out. Okay. There has been a murder. I suspect foul play in my pants. So Todd and his friends, one of his friends is uh, got a fake arm. It's pretty interesting because they joke with it pretty much a lot in the episodes. Uh, you know, they're just pretty much trying to get the book back to kind of undo what they've done, but each episode looks like it jumps into someone else in the school finding it and then making a wish. And the episode is about them okay, dealing with those repercussions. It's corny. It's really yeah. corny. You know, the kid, the main character, Todd, is like in love with one of the girls that is helping them. But like he's like one of those hopeless, like just doesn't get girls, you know, and he's always like masturbating and, and smoking weed. And, you know, like they have that moment where he's finally thinks he's going to connect with her. He says some stupid shit. Um, it's weird. It's tons of blood. You know, it's like, it's, it's that silly gore, like almost like evil dead remnants a little bit, some cheesy CGI cause it's a TV show, but I enjoy it. You know, it's one of those things I kind of just put on and I've realized I've just keep, I've watched like nine episodes in season one so far. So um, I'm going to keep watching that, see what happens. But then my, the one thing I've been watching a lot Wait, before you get finished. before you before you go into that. No, uh, no, no, I'm itchy. Have, have you been a have you, were you a fan of the Twilight Zone at all? The old Twilight Zone? No, my wife. My wife okay. likes Twilight Zone. So there's I was more of a good. There's one episode that's very much like that. And the Wishmaster, I'm, I'm going to send it to you. I think you should watch it and, and just uh, let me know okay. what you think about it. Cool. Yeah, and you can continue. This is that's more of a side note, not for our listeners, the more so between the two of us, and I don't really care. But I mean, I don't know the name of the episode, I could find it out. But uh that's that's one of one of my favorite episodes of the Twilight Zone. I mean, okay. if you were a big fan of Twilight Zone, that would be a great best best of episode, top episode, but you know, unfortunately right. you're not really a big fan of it, so we really can't do that. Yeah. Well, I mean, for me, I didn't really watch it growing up. I was more of uh Tales from the Dark Side. You know, that's that's what my dad and I watched and creep show movie wise, you know, but series was uh, Tales from the Dark Side. Different, you know, two different shows. I always felt like the intro was way creepier than anything else out there. But the show wasn't really that scary, you know, 
like I felt Creepshow was scary. You're talking about Twilight Zone? No, Tales from the Dark Side. Oh, okay. Like Twi- Twilight Zone was always just trippy. I've never me. watched Tales from the Dark Side, so okay. Yeah, no, no it's always Twi- Twilight Zone, Tales from the Crypt, and then like um, yeah, sprinkles I, I of did... Outer Limits, I guess. But I was always Twilight Zone and Tales from the Crypt. Yeah, I watched Tales from the Crypt too. So that was a good show. And then that was where like we started getting that horror comedy there too. Right, right. Exactly. Boys and ghouls. <laughs> Hello, <Yeah>. kitties. <laughs> cool but speaking of horror yeah like i said my my big thing for the last week has been into the darkness this is a uh, horror doc uh, documentary that's on shutter shutter is where i've been spending a lot of my streaming time lately and um it's funny enough it's it's a documentary that i was following as it was getting made on twitter for a while and i actually um sent in a song to be considered for the soundtrack because they reached out to uh, the synthwave community that I'm a part of, and they were looking for some horror tracks. And I have a, a instrumental that I released uh, almost two years ago called Crimson Staircase. And I was like, oh, it could be, could be really cool for that. And unfortunately, like when I sent it, they were like, we really like it, but the deadline is up, and you know we've had we made our selections already. So I was like, oh. but funny enough, one of my friends in our scene, uh, his artist name is Elevate the Sky. His song is actually in the in the documentary so it was cool to hear that but it's uh four hours so it's a lot so i i probably watched it in like maybe five six sessions um it dives into several years of the 80s and talks about tons tons of different 80s movies stuff that i've seen stuff i haven't seen stuff that i know a lot about that i've never seen like you know I feel like you and I really relate to this. When it comes to horror movies, we know a ton of movies. We probably haven't seen most of them, you know, because there's just so many horror movies. And it's cool because it got me to want to watch, you know, go back and watch some of these movies. But like it breaks things down really well. It talks about, you know, the the practical effects, the nudity, you know, what the the big thing when uh, when slashers came into play, how everybody was jumping on the ship to you know, start, oh, we got to make the next slasher. And every movie was a slasher for many years. So there was a lot of cool things with that. And I really enjoyed it. And then there actually is a part two. So it's another, I think, four hours that's actually coming to Shutter. I think, next month. So I'm stoked for that, too. And I think they're going to dive into more 80s movies. And I think they're going to start doing more about the practical effects. That's like a big focus for it. And I'm done. <laughs> I, I'm going to check that out. It was on my list when I had the trial uh, for Shutter, So I definitely wanted to check it out. The time uh, for the, the length of it kind of deterred me from jumping right into it. But I could break it down. It could be the, the Zack Snyder cut of uh, Into the I'm Darkness. I was just going to say, if you can get through that, you can get through anything. I, I, I love horror, but comics still comic movies probably still take a priority over them to me especially a documentary and i mean i wouldn't want to watch a four-hour horror movie either way but true documentary a little different uh so the last thing is uh a spoiler discussion if you haven't watched the falcon and winter soldier episodes four and five you might want to cut off the show now like a shield to the to the face or a shield to the torso Get but, to the uh, chopper. <laughs> let's go into it. Four episodes, oh, four and five. A lot happens. Mister John Walker, our Captain America, not my kills, captain, kills uh, one of these super 
soldier serum taking uh what would you call flag them smash, terrorists flag, flag well i try i try to avoid the porno name but uh <laughs> okay i never heard that one i said it on a previous show flag smasher oh. sounds like a porno Missed that one. I must not have been paying attention to you that uh, time. Uh, thank, thanks. So glad uh, to see you're on uh, the show uh, every week. <laughs> Where am I? <laughs> you awoke in the river like Doctor Octopus in Spider-Man. Oh, what universe am I in today? <laughs> so, uh, our captain, current Captain America, kills not somebody out in the middle of the street in cold blood. Uh, we see him take the serum, following some beat up sessions with some of our. Uh, Wakandans, some of these uh, flag smashers, activists, terrorists, whatever you want to call them. He gets fed up. His buddy gets killed. Uh, Then we fast forward to this most recent episode. He gets denounced. His military background, everything he's fought for is gone. He uh, is no longer Captain America officially by the government. Thank God. Uh, We... uh, I'm going to go back to who shows up. We'll go back to that. Uh, Bucky and uh, Falcon and Sam rather go through some buddy montages, become closer. Uh, All in all, the shows are fine to me. Following WandaVision is such a tough task. The shows are fine. To me, they drag a little bit. They're long. WandaVision left me wanting every week. Oh, it's only 35 minutes, 40 minutes. I always wanted more. These shows are an hour and they feel like an hour to me. They're not bad. I'm not bashing them, but in a world where we were following WandaVision, they're not, they're not up to the standard that Marvel should be held accountable is held accountable for following Endgame and everything else that's come before it. I don't know where you fall on this. So I may be way off, but in a world that this, if say this came out around the movies, like it was planned, I think this would be work looked at in an even worse light than it is. I love having new Marvel content every week and I'm eager to watch it right when I get home from work and jump right into it. But I don't know. It just seems like this show is six episodes. We haven't seen the sixth one yet, but I feel like it could have been done in maybe four. Like, do we really need to see Sam's ship and his sister's relationship? And I don't need well, to see all I, that. I mean, there's a reason for it. And I, I get the reasons and I understand. If it was a movie, that wouldn't be in there. Well, that's the that's the point of these shows. They're 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 diving into unexplored territory. And it's not all it's not all gonna be winners, you know. And I I'm not in love with the show by any means. I have found myself watching the, the show twice twice on a Friday. I watch it twice. Um so it's doing something right for me. You know, I know sometimes I'm just trying to make sure I'm not missing anything. That I'm I haven't watched any of these episodes twice. WandaVision, I watched every single one twice. Following I watched, uh, well, I watched those more than twice each. Yeah, I probably watched, you know, at least three of those episodes, probably four or five times already. So, yeah, again, it's a it's a it's a different caliber show. It's different content. It's different characters. I mean, you know, yeah, it sounds like I'm, I'm, I'm trying to 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 justify but I understand what they're trying to do here. This is as much, much of a grounded story that we're going to get in the MCU that I think we'll get from anything else for a little while. I feel like a movie's never going to touch this, this type of, uh, you know, topics. And like you said, kind of deep dive into a character arc by going into their family side of things. And 
I really think they feel that they need to explain his life to help people fall in love with him. Because I think people like the Falcon. People don't love the Falcon. And I think that's, that's, that's what they have to do. You have to convince people he's your new Captain America because that's what he's going <laughs> to be. Shouldn't need to. Shouldn't need to do that. You shouldn't need to, but no. they do. I, 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 world- I don't. I don't mind Sam at all. I and I think based on maybe it's because I'm coming from the comic world. I know he's be- going to become Captain America. You know he's right. going to become Captain America regardless of what happens in the show. It's gonna. It's it was building towards it, and it's doing a fine job building towards it. I just think there's a lot of fluff in here that isn't necessary. Well, we we talked right in the beginning that they were that the race stuff was going to be the core, you know, of of the foundation for his story arc, and realistically, it's an important part because it's tying into the previous super soldier, you know, that no one knows of. Yes, no, no, I, I I think that is more critical than the rebuilding of the family's boat. You know, well, the, the rebuilding of the family's boat is really, I think, about grounding him in this world that he is the the least, I don't know, like financially, you know, handled Avenger that we know of. But it makes you think about like we talked about. It's like that's not something that people ever really think about. Like, how do these guys pay their rent? How do they? Yeah, but know? I don't care to think about it. No, I know, but I feel like it's it's it was a good opportunity to like explore something different like that. You know, are they going to continue to do that? Probably not, because yes, you kind of it's like all right here. To, I don't think at all. Right here you go. Here's one person that we're we're giving you an idea. You know, like the, the one thing that you and I always come back to with this discussion is what about Vision? You know, Vision somehow had money. You know, yeah. who knows that, that the stuff will never be explained, and that's that's the tough part. Again, I, I don't love the show. I don't. I don't dislike it. I want more to happen, but I'm also keeping my guard up in the sense of, you know, people on the internet tend to overhype things we learned with yes. WandaVision that right. stuff is not really going to happen. But I feel like that uh, hasn't happened with this show as much. And I feel like whereas WandaVision towards the end of the season, I had to literally not go on social media for right. the day until I watched the episode. I feel like this show is not not nobody's that, diving that, that hasn't it. happened to me and i know the show's getting watched disney says the numbers are great but people aren't i think maybe the people i follow or you know they're not making as big a deal about and nothing massive and it hasn't been a ton of easter eggs in the show also it's not that type of show it's a right. spy thriller kind of suspense thing but all in all the story to me is not great and i think i think we mentioned on a previous show or just you and i had discussed that this the story allegedly I don't know if I even I know I just discussed it with Julie, but allegedly the story got kind of chopped up because the flag smashers were originally there was a pandemic and this was before COVID when they were had the, the I think started shooting and there was a pandemic and they were they were taking supplies for the pandemic and that's why in one of the scenes they even mentioned a vaccine, but nothing else has really mentioned that because they cut all the pandemic stuff out because we we're actually living in a real pandemic and they probably didn't want to bog down the story with that. You know, too close, too close to reality. Uh, that's what I've heard. I don't know how factual that is, but it does make sense. There are scenes where you see them taking items, and they do mention Medical a vaccine. Supplies. Yes, so a lot of that may have been, you know, cut out. But uh, just with this last episode, and the sixth episode could be great or whatever. But you know, and I know it's something we we're probably going to discuss in a future best and worst. But I'd put this at the bottom of the MCU as of right now, not the very bottom. 
but it's, it'd be in it'd be in the bottom three for me wow. if we're talking all con all MCU content. Wow. Okay. I never. I haven't. I haven't analyzed it to that level. To be honest with you, I um, haven't. I just been thinking. You know, when I think of best and worst for us to do on a future show. And uh, I said, well, you know, I plan on doing MCU and us doing MCU, maybe having Joe come on for MCU as well and uh, eliminating the Avenger movies from the discussion because that's not really fair. They'll probably be in the top three for all of us. Uh, but then you look at the bottom three and it's tough. The MCU, MCU movies are very good. And this, like I said, it's not bad, but to me, it's just fine. And it would right. fall in the bottom. But uh, it's worth mentioning there's a, this is our first episode, episode five, with a mid-credit scene. Did you watch it? Okay. I did. So yep. we see John Walker, who is now, you know, shamed, and, and he's making himself a new shield. So he will become U.S. agent at some point. Started, started painting it. We only saw yes. one color. And the big, biggest reveal of the episode was Contessa Valentina Allegra de Fontaine. And that would be Miss Julia Louis-Dreyfus, one of my favorites from Seinfeld and Veep, Elaine. She didn't break out her dance moves just yet. A little kick. Madam but, Hydra uh, does not dance. If she is Madam Hydra, I don't, I'm not crazy about that. Uh, some speculation if she's the power broker or not. Uh, I think it's awesome. When she showed up on the scene, I love it. That's I, her personality. She nailed it. She's she's a she's one of my favorites just from Seinfeld. Everything Kirby enthusiasm as herself. Veep, I loved. Veep was one of my Veep became reality with that last political uh regime that was in place. And she I think she shows up for those who haven't seen. I don't know why you're listening to this portion, but she basically talking to John Walker following his uh removal as Captain America and uh, you know I may need you in the future going forward we're gonna, I may call on you for something and you know it'd be smart in your best interest to, to to pick up the phone when I call and she knew everything she knew he didn't have the shield she knew everything that pretty much happened already she so, knew he took the serum which she knew he took the serum which I mean nobody knew. if you well if you look at the 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 what happened in that that warehouse and everything he destroyed shit you had to know he took it but she's got eyes somewhere then i could see sharon carter working for her because we're still seeing sharon carter not really knowing anything i assume she was the power broker as i previously mentioned which she could be as well but i think that they that they're going to use uh julie louis dreyfus as our big overarching character in all of these phase four things to build the thunderbolts so she's going to build that's that's yeah that's exactly what i think too. she's going to build the thunderbolts and she'll get john walker as u.s agent or some spin on that she'll probably get a taskmaster out of black widow and then so forth and go from there and then maybe the end of this phase or beginning of next phase is their team up and then some of these characters having to build a new avengers to eventually fight them right i mean that's right that makes the most sense to me I thought it would be Thunderbolt Ross, who's, you know, still in these movies, but he is getting up there in age and having Julie Louis-Dreyfus do it instead would make, might make more sense. And maybe you keep Ross as the Red Hulk still and hopefully right. he, he doesn't kick the bucket, <laughs> knock on wood at all, you know, but he's getting old. William Hurt's getting old. It's not right. 
But that's my Agreed. thought. Uh, and, and I uh, deliberately avoided internet fanboys and theory. So I haven't read anything. A million people may already be saying that theory either way. But I think when I first saw her on the sense. screen, right. And she left the card. I may call on you. I'm like, oh, this is the start of the Thunderbolts right here. This is the beginning of that. Yeah. I think if you think about it too, it net, because of you mentioning task manager, that we might see her in black, black widow. Yes. So potentially she could have been task getting master. introduced earlier. Taskmaster. What did I say? Taskmaker? Task manager. Task manager. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm losing. The, it's get, oh, it's that's getting the show late. title right there. That's the show title. <laughs> task manager. Oh my god. <laughs> Somebody send help, please. Uh, I need my coffee. It's freaking nine o'clock at night. It's my bed <laughs> past my bedtime. Oh, you're old man. That's not for you. Um, listen. You want to borrow the kid for uh, for a week? No, no, I don't. And you sure you could bury some trains in the in the backyard <laughs> for him? As long as he picks some weeds. But what oh, were your thoughts? Will. I really did a lot of talking there about these two episodes and what really happened. Even though, while I'm sure everyone listening has already watched them, but I liked it. Um, I definitely understood and appreciated the pacing this time around. Um, it was nice to have the action front and, you know, right, right in yeah. the beginning because you're literally, you know, starting right after and dealing with that aftermath. And um, yeah, it's, it's, it's nice to see Bucky and Sam finally connect the dots. I mean, it's expected. That's yeah. just the way that, you know, it's unfortunately predictable, but I like that they didn't force it, you know, mm-hmm. because they still, they still keep their personalities. They didn't hug it out. You know, handshake is pretty much all you need. Yeah. You know, still say their comments or whatever. What a what a cock tease though with the the new costume. Oh yeah, that, Bucky drops off the costume. You don't see it, and then he's opening it right at the end of the episode to go fade to black. I'm like, you come had, on, that's you so, had to, yeah, you that's had so stereotypical though. I mean, the Wakandan, you know, he's gonna have the vibranium wings now, right? He's gonna have all right. the vibranium costume, so right. can't, it won't get broken. Well, I mean, you definitely broke the wings for that reason, you know, yeah. so keep them, you know. <laughs> the one thing that had me thinking a lot was the whole thing with Sharon when she was on the phone with Bart, Bart, Bartok, Bartrock. That's the uh, the dude from the beginning of the season, which was in um, Winter Soldier, the, the guy from the boat. I don't know if you remember that. No. Um, he's the he wasn't uh, I'm trying to remember. Remember when they in, they infiltrate the ship in Winter Soldier in the beginning? Yeah. And Steve fights that one guy. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's the dude. She's she's on the phone with him because oh. I I I use subtitles because half the time my kid's screaming, so it said his name, and it but it said it he wasn't speaking English, like he was, and that's the guy at the end that gives her the suitcase of the weapons. Oh, I thought that was the guy from the first episode when they. When yeah, they're flying in a helicopter. A, yeah, it's a Batroc, the leader. Oh. So he's like a he's a Hydra guy. Or was, but he might just be a hired goon at this point. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know if she I don't know if she's double agent double agenting it right now. Yeah. But she might be paying him to give her the weapons, but to find out where she is to kill her kind of thing. Who knows? But it was interesting to see that she's conversing with him. Because she she knew about that stuff in the Winter Soldier, you know, 
because she that was the first movie we saw her in, right? Right. Yep. That's so, her introduction. Yeah. So it's it will be interesting to see where they go with that. Uh, well, we'll find out. We only have one more week left, and uh, that oh, we're going to try again. I assume like WandaVision will do next week. We will do a spoiler filled discussion of the finale. Our thoughts, where we're going to go with this, and uh, maybe we'll find something else to sprinkle in there, MCU-wise, of uh, Loki or Black Widow, something like we did with the last yeah. spoiler-filled discussion. Hopefully, there'll be something we can connect the dots yeah. to. Hopefully, hopefully, it'll make you appreciate the show a little more. Who knows? Yeah. You know? well, like I said, I'm not shitting on the show. The show is fine, and I enjoy waiting and watching it and uh right but your expectations yeah. are high and that's understandable yes. i mean we've had 20 plus marvel movies that have been fantastic right and again they're usually around two hours and this has been much more than that so there's a lot to fill but i don't know if wandavision left me wanting more this has not right fair enough but so i think that's see. it for this yeah. week's episode and uh like i said next week any closing thoughts mr rose I apologize for the itchiness, man. <laughs> Had a bad day today. Itchiness. The, the crabs. The task manager. I'm just just not on my game today. So I sincerely apologize to all that are like, oh, what are we listening to? This guy doesn't shut the fuck up. I got <laughs> you. I'm with you. I wonder it myself. But thank you for all that. Take the time to listen every week. We love chatting about all this stuff and, uh, our next episode is going to, you know, we usually kind of hint the next episode. Um, I don't know if you want to do that this time. Well, we did. And we hinted to the actual next episode already. I guess I missed that too. So I guess maybe I, I'm I just said show. we're going to do a spoiler discussion. No, no. Falcon and Winter Soldier. I meant the next next episode. That I don't <laughs> count those. I don't count those episodes because those are like the one-off specials. Yes, those are like specials, know? but technically. That's a bonus. That's a that's a that's a bonus. It is a bonus. Okay. That's a that's the 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 commentary track. (laughs) There you go. That's the one that you know. Oh, you can you can you can tease you can tease our next in our normal. Well, not quite normal, but you can tease our next show then. Good, good. So we're going to be doing another best and worst. You've asked, or you haven't asked. I don't give a shit because we're giving it to you. This time, we're going to be doing our top 10 mm, sci-fi of the 80s, baby. And this was, I got to say, this is tough. So this was, this, was, this was a fun one. And not best and worst. Just our top. Yeah, that's Top it. 10. No it's worse. Really no worse. This is a positive show. Super positive. But, but what will make it interesting is there are some caveats, which we will discuss in the show. We'll make you wait on that. It's, uh, it's going to be a fun one. Looking forward to that. And hope you guys take a listen. But uh, until next time, take care, brush your hair, and watch that Falcon and Winter Soldier. Shut the fuck up.